we're kind of in this time where we can throw out expectations, even the expectations we had on ourselves. And I was like, what would it look like if I just did things I really enjoyed as long as it truly was supporting me? Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Evans, welcome to an episode of Questionably Awesome. Welcome, 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 co-host. Welcome to you, Lori. Thank you. What day? I think this is Thursday. You guys, what day is it? I don't know. It's that weird time between Christmas and New Year's where you don't know what day it is. Maybe it never ended. Like maybe we're still in between that. And we slipped into like a sink, a deep, dark sinkhole. And this is what's happening. I I mean... What do you think we need to do to come out the other side, Evans? I think we just, we need to find some joy in it somehow because there is joy. There is. I love that you just said that because I was reading, um, I go back to this book all the time because it's one of those like huge Webster dictionary looking books, which is like, I'll never finish it. I'll read paragraphs from it and I'll look smart while doing it. Like that type of book. Yeah. Yeah. So I had one of those this morning and (laughs) I got, I totally got three pages done. So proud of myself. Um, Good job. And it was talking about how like rituals and making choices on a set of principles are the only way you're going to get through the hard times. And he was talking about this. It was Principles by Ray Dalio. Um, And he was talking about how he kind of just gamifies his life. He knows that every single problem, challenge, or like traumatic experience is just a puzzle that you have to piece together. And the faster you can piece the puzzle together and extract the lesson, the quicker you get to leap to the next level. Um, but the thing with the next level is that it, it you know, comes with even harder challenges. Um, but if you look at it like that, like the, the next level not only comes with harder challenges, but it also comes with bigger gifts. So I think for all of us, we're having to dig really deep and find what that ultimate bigger gift is. And maybe it's really pushing us to meet that part of ourselves that's so resilient. Um, yeah. It's going to force us to you know, really see our own resilience and so many other things. Like, Remember that one time we thought this was hard and then we went... Yep. Then we learned about my Sharona, like we were talking about. And my Sharona. <laughs> then we went through Sharona and we good now. We good. We made it through. We, we made it. We... We figured it out. So Evans, you came on the screen because we're now we we're sharing like we do Zoom with the video on because it's very important for this yes. podcast. I need to see all of the emotion and I need to know if she's really laughing or not. So <laughs> <laughs> And I am. She is. Um <laughs> she came on the screen this morning with a banana on. Not yeah, an actual, you weren't like Amazon. wearing a real banana. Please explain. And and please explain why. 
So I ordered an, a banana costume from Amazon because my dad, we've been doing family Zooms on the weekends. And um, he really, like on Easter, he wore bunny ears and a bow tie. I mean, he had clothes on. That kind of sounds like he was like <laughs> naked. <laughs> so your dad has turned his home into the bunny, the bunny ranch. Yep, the little Playboy bunny. Um, <laughs> but he picked the theme for this weekend and it's banana themed. So I had to order a banana mm. costume and I was like, I feel like Lori would love this because her dog's name's Bananas. Oh, I loved it. I just want to know, is, is Adam going to show up banana themed in a in a banana hammock? <laughs> he wears that every day. So it's not much of a costume <laughs> for him. <laughs> You're like, look, this is, it was great. It was great the first, you know, two weeks you did this. But now, I th- <laughs> now I'd really like if you put some clothes on. I can't. Yes. I can't help it. I literally can't help it because Adam wears short shorts all the time, which he has nice legs. And they're not that short, but they're just like, it's become a thing now. It's literally become a thing yes. where I feel like he's like, he's he can be so business on the top, but he is not going to let you take away the party on the bottom. Like he, no, he loves refuses. his shorts. Like he's the guy who would be in the sport coat with the bow tie with the, a little bit. You When you look at him, you're like, Everything is so right about that, but there's something I can't figure out. It's like a half inch. There's something a half inch right there. It's teetering. It's teetering teetering. on the edge. It just, it makes you stare just a little bit longer than you should, you know? (laughs) What was funny is on Christmas, his mom gave him like some Lulu shorts and she was like, I'm really sorry. They didn't have like the four inch M team. So I had to get the six inch. We're like, oh my gosh. That's amazing. (laughs) Oh my God. You're like, I know that you're a very, you know, modern woman and modern wife, but you might need to learn how to take the seam up. What do you call yeah. that when you, when you, hemming? Oh yeah. Hem them. Yes. Yeah, hemming. So you might just, you'll learn one hem, a simple hem, and you can hem all of his things. Like Chris hems a lot of his pants. So, you know, he doesn't do it himself. Can you imagine? Yeah, he gets oh some tailored, which is nice. He gets some tailored because he's really into tailored clothing. So whatever. Um, which I think that's a lost art because tailoring your clothes, why don't we tailor our clothes more? People used to do that. Like everyone did that back in the day. He really did teach me a lot about like good fits of clothing. And I do get people who ask like, oh, where'd you get that? And I'm like, well, it's this dress, but I you, you take it in in just the right spots. And then it looks like yeah. it was made for you. I don't do it super often, but if I'm speaking and stuff, I'll I'll tend to do it just because there's little tiny things that you can do that just, you know, fit like a glove. Fit like yeah. a glove. But it doesn't matter now because we're not going anywhere. But you know, Adam can wear shorts wherever he wants. I think shorts are definitely COVID approved. Hundred percent COVID approved. I'm literally loving seeing people that I normally see super dressed up. Like I love seeing their cozies. Me too. What's your favorite cozy? Oh, I've got this rotating, like you can pretty much know what's going to be in my hamper every week. And it's, it's interesting. It's my really ugly clothes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Mine are too. I have no cozies. No, they are terrible. Like when I see girls with cute cozies, I'm like, tell me, are those your real cozies or are those your Instagram cozies? Because mine are hideous and they're huge because I do not want to feel... I don't want to feel a waistband. Like you can have one, but you better not act like one. You better just like... 
I agree. I don't know how I'm going to be able to put on jeans. Someone I had on jeggings the other day and they were like really loose jeggings. So they were really cozy, but I had taken a picture and posted on Instagram and someone wrote, ooh, leg prisons. How bold of you. (laughs) Leg prisons. I was like, oh, no, no. But thank you for thinking that I was taking that, um, like being that hardcore during this time. Leg prisons. I'm going straight from cozies to moomoos. You know Moomoo's? Oh, yeah. I'm obsessed with Moomoo's. Like they just kind of, they kind of just hug your shoulder caps and then everything just turns into a beautiful waterfall from there. (laughs) They're kind of like, are you a mountain? Are you, are you a triangle? And it makes you guess. You're like, what do I look like under here? You have no clue. I could have 17 legs. But you'll never know. You'll never know. Nope. Do we have... We didn't even look for quotes. Oh, I kind of have one if you want to hear. You go while I look for one. Okay. Um, This is from Elizabeth Gilbert. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) She says, there's so much about my fate that I cannot control, but other things that do fall under the the jurisdiction, I can select what I can read and eat and study. I can choose how I'm going to regard unfortunate circumstances in my life, whether I will see them as curses or opportunities. I can choose my words and the tone of voice in which I speak to others. And most of all, I can choose my thoughts. Mm, She's so good. good She literally is like a wordsmith. Like she is. um, Well, I can't find one. So I'm going to make one up that I love. Um, I like your made up ones. I'm still looking. (laughs) Because oh, cool. I'm like, am I going to make one up? Let's see. Let's see. Let's think of one that... Um, oh, I like this one. Super basic, but it's Jack Canfield. And he says, everything you want is on the other side of fear. And I don't even, I think that that applies like beautifully right now because fear doesn't have to be something that you're super afraid of, like something big or a big goal or um, a big challenge. Like fear can actually be uncertainty. So right now... Um, I think just even being to manage the uncertainty is going to show you that you're capable of receiving and attracting wow. and doing everything that you want. Because sometimes we can think fear is like going for it or taking the big leap. But sometimes the bravest people in the way that you can really become like the strongest version of yourself is just to sit and accept uncertainty. So um, that's like something huge that I'm doing right now is just when I feel really uncertain, I'm like, can this be okay? Can I let this be okay? Can I know that like I can get through anything or, you know, handle anything that comes my way, no matter what it looks like. So, um, yeah, there's that. Do we have a review? Oh, yes, we do. Let's do it. This review is from Shine R. Sammers. Shine R. Shine R. Sammers. Connor Sanders. Wouldn't you like to know the backstories of these names? Like we didn't yes. really like a lot of us like didn't really like think that maybe Instagram or our handles would become a thing. And they're like, yeah, I'm Hoagie Sandwiches Provolone 24 <laughs> 7. I wish that was my handle. Oh God, that'd be a good handle. It's probably not taken. That's funny you're talking about hoagies because I was just thinking Ugh. about how I Love a good hoagie. I love a good hoagie. Do you know how many people when I've said that word don't know what a hoagie is? And I'm like, can't be friends. Sorry. Is that is hoagie more of a Midwesterner thing? It must be. Well, yeah. And and you know what else? We had this place that served hoagies, but they weren't called hoagies. So I grew up thinking hoagies were 
Togo's because literally the hoagie, the only hoagie shop in Upper Michigan was called Togo's. There was no like Blimpies. There was no Subway yet because it was, you know, like the 80s and the early 90s. And um, so I like when like hoagies and different things like that, like I think Bill Cosby always talked about hoagies and that's really where I first learned it. Um, You know, he, he might have had a rough ending, but the beginning was good. It was hoagies yes. and, and Jello pudding pops and the Cosby's. And that was oh. like one of my favorite shows ever. So thank show. you for the Cosby show to learn about hoagies and that it's not Togo's, but it is in fact a hoagie or a sub. <laughs> you know, we really should well, learn about American culture. Like where okay. did these things come from? Nobody knows where hoagie started. Don't deny yourself of your roots. Listen, it's not always a sub. It's it can be a hoagie. Oh my gosh, I love to impress like Europeans when they come over here and they're telling me the root of everything and how everything started in Rome or Italy and I'm like, "Yeah, but hoagies?" Yeah, but what's your hoagie knowledge? Tell me. <laughs> Tell me your hoagie knowledge. <laughs> Well, speaking of hoagie knowledge. Oh, yeah. Back to that handle. Shine R. Sammers. Shine R. Sammers. They say, earn your happiness, exclamation point. These podcasts have helped me with things I struggle with daily and feeling like I am alone in those struggles, but I have found out I am not. Oh, my gosh. First of all, thank you. Second of all, I bet she's nodding along thinking I had some hoagie struggles for a while and now I know I'm also not. Like every time, you know what people have said? They say, how do you know what I'm struggling with every time on this podcast? And I just realized it's because I mention different sandwiches and foods and you know, you mention different things like Cosmos and different things that your mother-in-law is making for you that you want to eat, but maybe you don't want to because someday you want to wear your blue jeans again. But that doesn't matter ever, maybe ever again, because we may (laughs) never have to wear restrictive clothing. Mm -mm. They may all be out of business. I'm not kidding you. Seriously. I don't know if I'll ever go back to buttons and zippers. I'm good with elastic. No, there's going to be a big graveyard for those things. (laughs) And here lies... Buttons and zippers. All right. Do you, what are we doing? Do you, uh, we're going to... Do you want a question? Yeah, please. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is about rituals and habits. All right. Very important this, right now. Very important. Do you and have any rituals is, or habits right now? Actually, yes. I have been getting back into my rituals and habits. Okay, do tell. Well, mine are different now, but... Um, Adam and I are taking a really long walk in the mornings. Ooh, awesome. Is that helping? It's helping so much. Mm. You guys feeling like you're really connecting on that walk? Do you try to make sure to like chat about everything that's coming up? Yeah, I think at first, um, I'm probably pretty silent, but then I'd say about the halfway point, we're like, let's talk again. Let's talk now. We're like the same person. I'm just like, (laughs) all right. You just quiet down over there for a while or I'll listen. Like, I'll just listen because it's yes. like I don't come into my body until a lot of movement has taken place um, or around, I don't know, 10, 10, 30. Then I'm like, yes. oh, hey, there you are. <laughs> Which is why I think a lot of our, our um, podcasts can maybe be us delirious, which is super fun. Super I agree. Funny. Okay, what's that question? Um, this question is from at Sarah Rango 99. 
And Sarah, Sarah Rango wants, 99. Sarah Rango 99. What makes you start a new habit or ritual? And what's your favorite way of incorporating it into your routine? Ooh, what makes you start something new? Oh, girl, I usually start something new when something old has failed. Um, yeah, but starting something new is really challenging because usually something has to go when something is new. Um, mm-hmm. Whether that's something that is a bad habit or it could be a, a good habit, but it's just maybe not working anymore. You know, there's been a lot of habits for me that just or rituals that are no longer like they're just not serving me the way that they were. Like, honestly, right now, I am not feeling like I want to meditate for 15 minutes whatsoever. In fact, I'm not really feeling like I want to meditate. So I've completely let that go as long as I'm walking and doing something that makes me feel good. And some of that has just been, I've been feeling like I'm getting more out of turning on some good music and kind of just like picking up the house, like letting my brain go like silent. And that's been helping me kind of just like feel a little bit clear. Like that's become a little bit of a moving meditation. So I think sometimes our our rituals, um, as amazing as they are and how much they can serve us, sometimes we can get really attached to them and they can actually start feeling shitty. So like meditating wasn't like my body has been wanting to move right away in the morning, like kind of just move around my house, not like a huge workout immediately. So just allowing like, we're kind of in this time where we can throw out expectations, even the expectations we had on ourselves. And I was like, what would it look like if I just did things I really enjoyed as long as it truly was supporting me? Not, yeah. not like I'm like, oh, I, you know, I let go of this and I'm really noticing that at noon or in the evening, I'm feeling really irritable or pissy. Like, so my form of when something's not working that comes in is like frustration, being really pissy or like, like having this, like, I, I don't know. It, it, I think the word is frustration for me that I always come back to if something is kind of not working. So, or if I know I need to implement something, I'll get frustrated at a certain point. Like if I know I'm working too long, I need to implement a new habit of maybe walking at that time. Like if I keep noticing things. So I think the most important thing about starting a new habit is noticing where something doesn't feel good every day. Like it's a continued repeated pattern. Like for you, maybe in the morning you were feeling frustrated. Like what made you implement the walk in the morning and what did you have to assess? Like let's go through the process of assessment of trying to figure out what would help. When you did um, that? Well, I'm, I feel like my sleeping's been off because I'm keeping West Coast hours on the East Coast. So I'm working a lot later, which is totally fine. But I'm also like sleeping a little later because mm-hmm. of that. And that was making me really grouchy because I felt like the day had passed, even though it totally hadn't. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> you know that feeling when yep. you're like, the day is over. Oh, yeah. It's the worst. And just being in a new space where it's, you're not like completely comfortable just yet. And also it's freezing here. So it's, you know, like in California, it's so much easier to, you can work out any time of day. Yeah. Literally. I was talking about that because we were talking about like, we play around every once in a while. It's like a totally normal, fun routine that we do to be like, okay, if we had to live somewhere else, where would it be? And we're always like, oh, we should totally explore that or look at that. And then at the end of the hour or two hour conversation on our walk or whatever it is, we're like, yeah, but the weather. I'm like, I'm so so much happier here because you guys, I spent 31 years in the Midwest. And while I totally found happiness, I did find a lot of seasonal depression as well. So yeah. (laughs) 
It's hard. It's a real thing. Um, And I I think people who are in areas who don't have sunshine, they have to get even more rooted in the routine. I mean, my walks were like, you have no idea. I was like, nope, we're walking. I'm not talking for the first 30 minutes. Like, let's just go. I needed to start moving in order to not feel like life was doom and gloom, literally. So yeah, love that. Okay. Do we have another cue? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. We do. Yes, we do. How about from at coach underscore Moa? You got to ask it in a Southern accent. How do you start rituals, scheduling, planning in the beginning of working from home? I didn't even get that because that was... So I sick. didn't either. Do it again. <laughs> in a nor- Can I speak no, in normal? No, I just got to listen closer like when I'm in the South. I need a whiskey. How- do you know what happens when you drink whiskey? It automatically translates for you. Yeah, so, it does. like, if I had a whiskey right now, it would be like, how do you... <laughs> like, it'd be like the dictionary reading it to you. Yes. Yeah. I'd be like, hold on. I don't understand you until I drawl as well. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> how did you start your rituals, scheduling, planning in the beginning of working from home? Oh, I got it. I took a shot of whiskey before that. <laughs> How did I start my rituals, planning, and scheduling um, before working from home? Great question. Well, you yeah. guys weren't working from home. Nope, we were not. This is a better question for you guys because you're super freshy fresh with it. Ooh, um, how did we start our rituals, planning, and the being? Okay, I'll be honest. The first for me, it was complete chaos. Oh yeah, everything was not working. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just think thought about like when am I most productive? I'm. I do like my deep work, quote unquote, like the stuff that I really have to have my mind working in mm-hmm. the morning and then save like tasks that I can be pretty mindless with in the afternoon. And it's also helped me to like make a little desk area at home on a table. And what else? Oh, um, a lot of calls with my coworkers and my boss just because it can be so easy to not talk to anyone the entire day. And you're like, what have I done? Mm. Okay. I don't know <clears throat> if you like or have read a textbook on this, but that's literally what every like kind of like professional in the area of helping people get their shit together at home Ooh. says. So you figured that out on your own. Way to go. Um, yeah. You got to create a space. You got to create the like the ritual. You got to stay in touch with people. Um, and the fact that you figured out how to put your tasks. That's so incredibly important for me. I have to do the same thing. I know that after about 3.30, I am zero good for anything that requires a lot of focus or challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, like really. So I, I try to keep things like... Um, but I can still do like uh, a great interview. Um, I can interview people because it's very conversational. Um like I'm more, it's more like socializing towards the yeah. end of the day for me. So anything that requires that like calls or socializing or like I can do podcasting a little bit later as well. Um, but if I'm focused, creating, digging, like trying to find information, implementing something, getting really creative. No, nope. I've got a very small window. It, it is 12 to 3 and that's it. Like, especially if I'm super focused during that time, I have to work in a walk or go move around or clean my house for 20, 30 minutes or my energy gets stagnant and I get frustrated. Once again, that word is there. It's like super frustration. So 
Um, yeah. Love, love, love that advice. I felt the same exact way when we started working from home. I don't know how long ago it was now. Um, let's see. It's been about seven or eight years that we've both worked from home. The first year for the first year for us was super rough. Like I, I had had a routine, and then when he came home, he just blew my routine out of the water, and I oh hated him. So. I really did. I was like, I married the wrong person. I don't even know who this human being is. Because when you bring someone home and you see their work style, and then when you're with them all day and you don't have your rituals or routines yet together, like not that you have to have them together, but like where they, you start flowing together. Um, It was a disaster. I was like, I don't like how he talks to me when we're working. I don't like who he is during the day. Um, It was really weird. Like we had to learn each other's language. I, I was annoying him. He was annoying me. Um, it was real ugly. And then you get to the point where you're like, okay, I know that I, I know what I want ultimately. Like I know how I want to feel. What are the things that are really not making me feel this way? And a lot of it was our, how we were talking to each other. And so we were like, we need to sit and have a talk because I'm about to bust. Like this is not working and this is not what I want. I know I love you. We just have to get back to what that looks like. Like so, so yeah. many conversations. I'm sure you've had so many conversations with Adam right now, like on your walks and what you need and, you know, so that you don't oh, yeah. freak out. And, you know, because it's, it's in, the situation you're in with your in-laws, like it's, it can be beautiful, but it's going to require so many conversations. Like we're having so many conversations with our in-laws right now um, because they're actually coming over every day and walking our dog and like trying to help us because we don't have a team here while we're always on calls. And it's like, oh my gosh, they're trying so much. They're like bending over backwards to help us. And we also have to have conversations around like what times and, you know, how, how we respond during the workday. Cause we're so focused and in it that we, we can't stop to talk or whatever. And we feel, we feel bad and then they feel bad. And so it's all these little tiny, um, you know, things that you have to take into consideration. So, well, I know communication. I know Ecrad that you we call her Ecrad because that's her handle. She probably didn't know she was going to be a famous podcaster when she no. chose that. <laughs> when she chose that, or she would have chose Hoagies and Provolone twenty four seven. Yeah, what was it? Hoagies sandwiches, Provolone twenty four seven. That is my new handle. Don't steal it. Look for her there. Don't steal Wait. it. <laughs> Lori, can I ask you a question? Yeah, please. Working with Chris. Okay, so I noticed something about Adam and I want to know if other people are noticing like weird things their partner does at work (laughs) because I noticed that I married someone who repeats his cell phone number when he leaves a voicemail. He'll be like, this is Adam. My number is 555-1234. Again, 555-1234. Who does that? <laughs> the best part is is it tells you the number that's calling. Exactly. I'm like, well, what's happening here? You know what? There's a little a little secret desire of having a past of wanting to be some sort of telemarketer or <laughs> no, no. A um what do you call it when you used to do those things on TV that would sell stuff? Oh, Infomercial. Uh, oh yeah. Or a radio DJ. Maybe you should dig a little deeper into that to see if maybe part of his soul died because he couldn't be those things. Yeah, I would love to know what everyone else is noticing about their person. Let me see. Well, I've been home with Chris so long that in the beginning, I think I noticed a lot more. Um, Let me think. Um, Oh, there's some stuff I I can't share because he'd probably hate (laughs) me. So... (laughs) 
<laughs> like I was like, oh yeah, that's good. I'm not going to share that. Um, oh, here's one that drives me a little bananas, but now I just like, I don't even care. Like he leaves a trail everywhere. Like I could, he could like, I could be gone for the entire day and yeah. I could come back and tell you exactly where he worked and for how long and what type of work was done there. I'd be like, okay, two water bottles, an e-shot, his socks are off and there's like some weird fragments of his toenails as well. I'm like, okay, this had to be a two-hour Zoom session, probably coaching. And... <laughs> I'm thinking it was well oh, with so his mastermind. Good. I'm not sure. Like I can, I will be able to nail it down. No pun intended, pun intended. Um, yeah. To know what went on there because he, and he plays with like, I play with this weird crystal all the time. He'll like play with random things. Like I'll go in there and be like, was the dog chewing on things in here? Like he, the cord is knotted up on the podcast. Like it's a knot like on my podcast headphones. So he he does this everywhere he goes. Like there will be clothing, like he must strip and layer at the same time throughout the house, throughout the workday. And so many beverages and wrappers, like it's bizarre. But um, yeah, that's one thing about my husband that I used to be mad because he didn't clean up. And now I'm like, he works so feverishly. I don't understand how he does it. Like he's like a machine. Like he'll go back to back to back that... For me, I'm always like, I'm so grateful for the level of work that he can do and Mm -hmm. for the people that he can serve that I'm so happy to clean up the weirdness and put together the puzzle pieces. So yes. I love that. (laughs) You guys, um, this has been so fun for us. So hopefully... Yeah, I enjoyed it. So hopefully it was uh, just as great for you. Um, but it's been so much fun to see everybody's reviews. Like Evans, I've been getting so many reviews. Hopefully you're getting tagged in most of them. They're so nice. Um, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I just think you and I are just getting funnier by the week. So, um, (laughs) with that said, I just set myself up for a complete failure and disaster. Um, and it's probably going to go downhill next week, but I can't wait to see you next week. I I hope it warms up there. Okay, we love and miss you. And tell Adam like to maybe just, I don't know, give us some, we need to have some good ammo for next week. So maybe hem his shorts or Yeah, I'll make them even shorter. Okay, good. All right, take some pictures. We'll post them as well. All right, you guys, until next time, earn your happy and be questionably awesome. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye.
Hey y'all, I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? 
then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it's just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this and now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com.